Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 3rd. I'm Christy McIntyre, and here are today's headlines from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Presented by the Salvation Army. In a year with fewer red kettles, help rescue Christmas for the most vulnerable. To give, ask your smart speaker to make a donation to the Salvation Army. Or donate at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Our top story, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger says Georgia is prepared for Election Day, but he warned there could still be problems at the polls. There's never been a perfect election, Raffensperger said Monday. This one has gone very well so far. Tomorrow, we'll have challenges. Raffensperger said voters could be forced into lines, especially if turnout is high and voters show up before polls open at 7 a.m. But election officials made many changes to avoid the same issues seen during a chaotic June primary. Raffensperger said during a press conference at the Piedmont Park voting site in Midtown Atlanta, where wait times exceeded three hours during the primary. Tens of thousands of new poll workers have been hired. Voting sites have also been expanded, especially in Fulton County, which has added 91 polling places since June. In politics, in a late push to flip Georgia, former President Barack Obama headlined an Election Eve rally Monday, pleading with voters to put this country back on track, while Republicans fanned out across the state urging conservatives to surge to the ballot box. The final campaigning came as recent polls show Republican President Donald Trump and Joe Biden deadlocked in Georgia, and a chance that the state's 16 electoral votes could swing Democratic for the first time since 1992. Long an afterthought in White House races, Georgia this time around drew the attention of both campaigns, which devoted a crush of resources to the state in the final stretch of the race. Trump rallied thousands of conservatives in northwest Georgia late Sunday, hours after vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris appealed to suburban Democrats. In other news, the Georgia Supreme Court on Monday threw out a judge's decision to grant immunity from prosecution to three former Washington County deputies facing murder charges. Yuri Martin, an unarmed 58-year-old black man with schizophrenia, died July 7, 2017, after being stunned repeatedly with tasers by then-deputies Henry Lee Copeland, Michael Howell, and Rhett Scott, all of whom are white. The unanimous ruling, written by Justice Charles Bethel, pointedly rejected a decision by Superior Court Judge H. Gibbs Flanders to grant the former deputies immunity weeks before their scheduled murder trial late last year. The justices said they found parts of Flanders' decision puzzling and his conclusions inconsistent. The court told Flanders to heed its instructions and try again. And finally, Governor Brian Kemp is in good spirits amid quarantine for possible exposure to the coronavirus, a spokesman said Monday. Kemp spokesman Cody Hall said the governor and First Lady Marty Kemp have not been retested for COVID-19 since Friday, the day it was announced the two would enter self-quarantine. At the time, both tested negative, but an infection can develop a week or more after exposure. Kemp and the First Lady isolated themselves the same day U.S. Representative Drew Ferguson disclosed he tested positive for the coronavirus. The two Republican politicians attended a crowded indoor political event together on Thursday and were together at a large outdoor rally on October 27th. 
The first lady initially isolated as a precaution, the governor's office said, but is no longer in quarantine because she is not considered to have been exposed to a person with a confirmed case. That's all for today. Check back each weekday morning for more from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or go to AJC.com. Have a great day.